Hey, 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 welcome to episode 19 of the Bad Batch podcast. Whether you've seen one Star Wars film, played some games, or become a hermit and have mastered all content of the Star Wars universe, this podcast is for you. I'm your co-host, Justin Samoy, and I'm also here with Drew Crispo. We're back, baby. And BJ Davis. Let's go. Yeah, so after a two-week hiatus, uh, we just had, uh, we were all just very busy and couldn't record the podcast, but we are happy to be back, and we will not be taking one forever from here on out. So before uh, we dive into our topic today, which is the Clone Wars, the OG version from 2003 to 2005, I just wanted to give you a spoiler warning. Because uh, if you haven't seen that, we're going to spoil it, or we might just drop some bombs and other Star Wars news. And we are going to touch upon the Falcon and the Winter Soldier finale, which we will begin right now. So spoiler warning. So uh, what were your guys' thoughts on it? Oh, um, I liked it. Yeah, you got Drew. Oh, no, you got it. I thought it was, I thought it was solid. Um, after seeing this in WandaVision, uh, as Justin, as I was telling you, like, they can these shows aren't going to be like super affect the movies you know like they could skip like you don't have to watch the show to mm-hmm. understand whatever the next movie is um but i thought it was solid um yeah i really liked his suit i liked i i didn't like actually that bucky didn't really play a role he was just kind of there you know but yeah i liked it overall yeah i definitely I, agree with that oh you go drew yeah i 100 agree with that too and like justin something you said earlier that i i have been um like talking to everybody else about just saying like you definitely after watching both these shows you kind of have to like tamper your expectations for like the difference between like a marvel show and a marvel movie is like yeah. definitely different like these are shows and they don't have like these crazy outreaching things that happen like the Mephisto thing like all that kind of stuff like you just got to kind of realize that like maybe that's not like what they're trying to do with these like in my mind these move these shows are literally just used to like supplement the movies they're just made to like show okay this is what this person was doing in the span of time oh we're getting a movie oh like or setting up for this movie, or setting up these characters for this, that, and the other, where like it might be like too hard just to like explain that in dialogue or something. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to this, I mean, overall, I thought the show was good. The last episode was was like mainly just like show his suit and like that kind of stuff because nothing, nothing like crazy, crazy happened. I guess. Um, I mean, there was a lot of parts about it that like we're like a little too cheesy and like too like we're gonna yeah. say it and not show you what's happening like you have to be told what's happening which is like kind of annoying when movies do that sometimes when you're like yeah no i get that that's captain america mm-hmm. and he's like wow no that's captain america you're like yeah yeah, yeah. Know. we know everything about that scene was yeah. why i know it's captain america in the season finale but yeah, i, I mean overall it was good yeah i guess the biggest bombs i guess not bombs uh that sounds negative but like the the coolest things that happened in this episode where i mean i liked sam's speech where after they stop the the rebellion type folk uh that even the the grc like they're in the wrong too it's like hey just because this happened doesn't mean that what you're doing is right like i'm a good guy i'm captain america but uh 
Yeah, I mean that. And then uh, Sharon Carter being the power broker. BJ, you were saying that, uh, or you told me outside of this, that uh, that you saw that coming. Uh, but I've also just stayed away from theories for the Marvel shows, just mm-hmm. in general, just so I can kind of enjoy them. <laughs> I mean, this was like the, the smallest theory, but I'm like, it's just kind of obvious. She was, she was just killing people for yeah. <laughs> almost no reason. Yeah, when you look back on it, I was like, because I remember saying, like, thinking when I was watching, I was like, wow, she, like, all these other people are kind of just, like, they might be dead, but she was just murdering people. And, like, especially in that last episode where she, like, gassed that one dude. Yeah. Was, like, burning. That was crazy. I Yeah, that was that was wild. That, that was on Disney+. Plus. The the one thing that I was, like, um, oh, where was I going with that? The one thing, I don't know. Um, I don't know where I was going to go with that. that. That train has left the station. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, just going, going back to everything, like there, there were like really good aspects about the show. And then there were like stuff where, oh, here I got, I'm back on track now. The, uh, like, but there was also stuff in the show that like, I was like, why do I, why do I care about this? Like what, like the, the whole like Carly and that like whole movement, like I just didn't buy it. Like I didn't, I I could like kind of care less. It just was like a plot device to like move it forward. Like I, the the John Walker Captain America stuff was like kind of compelling because that was like an interesting like turn on it and like I love like Sam's journey and then like the whole Isaiah thing was like super cool mm-hmm. like that like there were just like small parts about it where you're just like uh, like well I don't really care why do these people even like care right now like what what's yeah. driving them to like it just it kept going and just saying the same things and you're like. Oh, wait why are you killing people now like what is going on yeah i feel like carly's motives at the beginning i was like oh this is interesting but then as the show went on it started losing weight and i was like mm, yeah like, why are you still doing this were you guys disappointed with the post credits scene what, what yeah, was john so. walker right becoming yeah no, that was still like in the episode what was what was the post credit scene again it was uh sharon being like pardoned and then being like um uh, oh, we have access to more government stuff now, or something like. So she's gonna be like a villain. But I was just kind of like, okay. Yeah, it's like kind of we already knew that. <laughs> it's exactly what they have already said in the episode. Like, I was expecting, like, I was thinking, like, maybe you do get Chris Evans, maybe you do like something happens, like that that actually like kind of matters in like the bigger realm of everything. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, oh, I mean, okay, I guess, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was okay. I mean, I just didn't have any expectations. Yeah, but <laughs> also, when I'm, like, thinking about it, like, in terms of action sequences throughout the whole show, the coolest ones were in the first two episodes. The mm-hmm. the highway where they're on the two 18-wheelers just battling mm-hmm. it out, and then Sam's helicopter scene, literally the opening. Yeah, that was great. That, that Like, that was insane. Yeah. But also, like, when I... people were fighting, I... Cause I remember I said at the beginning when the show aired that I was like, I think Bucky's gonna die. And then, and since I said that, every scene I was like, I wasn't worried worried about anyone. Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, no one. Carly, died, like, but that was expected. That was it. Exactly. Like I like the um when they fought John Walker and took the shield when they like broke his arm. I was like, oh, like <laughs> I was like kind of surprised. They like, I mean, they they pushed it. It was this was definitely like kind of more of like an adult marvel show mm-hmm. that compare when you compare it to like wandavision 
and like even though WandaVision is supposed to be like kind of kid friendly at the beginning and then like it gets kind of crazy but even when it like picked up steam it was still like not like this was this had a completely different tone like more like Mm-hmm. Gr- like gritty and stuff like that and if yeah. i think they did nail like the feeling of the like the winter soldier movies and like civil war and all those like that realm of marvel that's not like aliens or like magic or anything like that they're just like the kind of the more like real life version of marvel like hand-to-hand combat and just yeah, yeah. like I, I think they nailed that that like tone and like exactly how you feel watching winter soldier is like oh it it carries right and like the show like has the same feel mm-hmm. yeah i like the other thing i liked about it is the longer episodes even if it was only six episodes i like that they were all over 45 minutes yeah like that's so much better oh, in yeah, terms I, of importance though like you said bj like i think wandavision like when people see white vision whenever he shows up in the future people are gonna be like if they didn't watch it they're gonna be like what what yeah. is going on but if, if yeah. you see sam as captain america in a movie you'll just be like oh because Captain America yeah. or because Steve Rogers gave it to him. Yeah, yeah literally. You, you, the whole reason for the show is like you made a situation and then you remedied the situation in the show. Mm-hmm. But then if you just watched Endgame and you saw the next movie, you'd be like, oh yeah, he took the shield and now he's Captain America. And he got yeah. a colored suit. Cool. I guess the power broker part, even still, no, they could still just because they don't know who the power broker is. It's going to yeah. be, yeah. They were like, cool. yeah, Sharon's been living here since she got isolated after uh, Winter Soldier. Or no, they're just going to say she got the pardon and she's also been overseas. Yeah, yeah. We're not even going to. Well, with that too, like, I, so, I mean, the good thing is Marvel didn't wait long to be like, hey, Captain America 4 is coming out. Like, that's the movie. Um, because I was like, the day after, like, right before they announced that, I was like trying to figure out, I was like, where is this going? Like, where... I'm trying to be like, well, maybe, maybe like in Black Panther 2, they'll show up because of like Bucky and stuff. But I was like, maybe that's like a stretch. I was like, where does this story, like, why does any of this matter? Like, why do I care about like any of this is happening? Like, because also like, it's a series finale and they s- set up a bunch of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. You have like yeah. US agent Sharon Carter now doing this, like Sam just becoming Captain America, Bucky doing God knows what it's like but like now now you're like oh okay well i'm just glad they didn't wait too long because that would have been like that show is pointless yeah in the pointless in in the terms of like the overall scope of how it affects everything but now i'm like okay i get it's like kind of like solo it was like was it needed no was it cool like yeah i liked it i mean i love solo we know that though so (laughs) yeah i mean i think uh uh, that's all we have to say about the falcon and the winter soldier just mm-hmm. real quick but yeah i guess just a quick overall i'll give it like four out of five yeah that's fair so you know oh it's gonna be like 6.5 i mean yeah i mean that's fair too i'm not yeah i wouldn't even argue if i heard that like i just did I'm not gonna argue <laughs> it. so uh yeah so let's transition to star wars news so obviously next week, next Tuesday. Yes. Yeah, I think so. That's yes. crazy. Yeah, we've I been away too long. Next Tuesday, we have a. Uh, it's May the fourth, the you know best day of the year, depending mm-hmm. of what you how you feel, but uh, we're gonna get the Bad Batch. 
Let's mm-hmm. go. So, Seventy-minute episode. Mm-hmm. So we're uh, we can cut this out later, but if we decide not to, uh, we're gonna do two episodes next week. We're gonna have our regular Monday episode, uh, and then we're gonna do a quick review of the first episode of yeah, the Bad Batch because. I mean, that's the name of our podcast. Obviously, you're listening to this. You know that. And we're super excited for it. And the animation looks insane. And yeah, yeah we super got, pumped. Yeah. And with the trailer, we're getting Rex back. Uh, honestly, Omega, the kid, usually kids in stories, I'm like, mm, cool, yeah, I guess. But yeah, like, Omega, like a valuable character from just the trailer. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I, it came out quick. Like all of a sudden, it's like, oh wow! And like the thing is, too, it's kind of good that we're doing two because that I'm or I'm assuming at least like on that day, like I think we're gonna get a lot of stuff. Like I don't think it's just gonna be just the bad batch. I think they're gonna drop like quite a bit of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like because they've already announced all these shows. Wouldn't be surprised if you got announced like a movie or you got another show announced or whatever. But I really think you're gonna like get um like behind the scenes stuff from like andor i would bet on that and then i'd also say probably maybe get some obi-wan stuff i would imagine um whether that be like i don't know like set pictures or like one of those behind the scenes thing kind of thing mm-hmm. or just like m- maybe a picture of you and back in like Star Wars attire. yeah yeah i mean any, just the fact that we're getting the bad batch on it is going to be sweet but Star Wars knows that that is their day of the year to do anything. So <laughs> to do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we get more news that day. So we are very excited for that. Uh, next week, we'll probably just speculate on what we're going to do for the Bad Batch, like what, what we think is going to happen, the end game mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah. And too, like it's, it's kind of cool because now, like Disney for this like period of time when like Marvel's kind of like in a lull of like waiting for Loki to come out mm-hmm. now yeah. it's changed their like positioning towards Star Wars we're gonna get like a like I said like probably gonna get a lot of stuff and like try to like put fan the fires of that and like get the bad batch out there like big time because once people see that like that animation style is so good that mm-hmm. like it's like this seven scenes of the Clone Wars is like when people watch that they're like oh, this is amazing yeah all the wide shots and like the like the space sequences or like they're in plain uh fighters yeah it looks like a movie it's oh yeah and you're getting a 70 minute episode that's absolutely insane the first episode 70 first episode 70 minutes i know oh my god where am i gonna find time to watch i'm gonna find time don't worry the people listening we're like what do you mean i'll find time i might i might actually stay up until 3 a.m to watch that one just oh god why doesn't it come out at like 12 that would be perfect Okay, yeah, just real quick, shout out to Amazon Prime for dropping things at 12 a.m. Eastern time. That's, yeah, that's what they should do. Yeah. Like, let us get it first before the West Coast. East Coast, we're cool. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're faster. Going a mile a minute. I do, I do really wish they would do that, though. Because, yeah, like, Amazon Prime, it's, it's really nice when you have, like, something that you're watching on there and you're just able to, like, watch right away and be like, oh, my whole next day isn't going to be ruined. Yeah, going to bed at one a.m. is vastly different than going to bed at uh, four a.m. Yeah, yeah, if it's seventy minutes, definitely very excited for that. And like we said, we will be um, discussing that at length. 
mm-hmm. uh, its own kind of video. So uh, we brought up Obi-Wan Kenobi and we did actually get some news on that. Uh, Maya Erskine from mm-hmm. the Hulu show Pen15. She is cast mm-hmm. in the Obi-Wan series. I haven't watched Pen15, so I don't know if you guys... Good. I, I've definitely I seen like trailers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, She's I the one with like the bob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. She's, she's she's actually very funny. The um, I watched the show a couple months ago, and I just like, I I mean, it always was on my queue for Hulu, and I just never like put it on. But then one day I was like, ask her, let's try it out, and I was like, the show is amazing. Like it was so so funny, and like the way they nail like how you were when you're in like middle school, it, it is like it is like bananas how spot on it was, and it's like oh my god, did everybody live the same life? Like, <laughs> but she's amazing and it's funny because they're like her and her friend who's the, the other star in it they're both 30 years old and they're just playing eighth like graders. eighth graders yeah. and it just it's so funny because they're clearly not like they're 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 not young they're like 30 something years yeah, old and it's like very obvious but they just are acting like it but um i mean this cast just keeps like getting more and more interesting hmm. like, and i'm very excited to see um what this end product is because like all the people that they're bringing in are like amazing yeah, yeah. if we get like, a set yeah. photo or like god forbid a teaser that'd be sick on may the 4th that'd be awesome yeah, i'm never gonna call it may 4th except for in that situation where i just said it it's only <laughs> uh so yeah that's great where i mean any obi-wan or kenobi news is great so exactly yeah and then uh, also there was like some rumors and news that was coming out about uh, Mandalorian season three, um, which apparently is going to start shooting soon. I think I heard. Um, I think they're wrapping up the Boba Fett thing, and that's like another thing we'll touch on in a second. But um, apparently they're saying that there's going to be like Wookies in season three, which they're saying they don't know if it's going to be like a main character or like a side character, but they're heavily rumored to be in there. Like in my mind, it just can be like another one of those things where they're like, they have them in there, but it's just like in one episode in the background or something like, or it's like yeah. somewhere, you know, like, I, I don't think it's going to be like play a part into it, but I whatever it is, as long as the makeup and like the prosthetics are better than uh, the extra Wookiees and so truly looks great, but then his like best friend, girlfriend, mate, whatever that was. Well, okay, but they also probably made him look like that because they were slaves, you know? Yeah, so I think the, the mask itself just was, it, the face just looked off. Yeah. I did it. I like didn't notice that at all. <laughs> I like, I noticed it, but I was like, oh, it must be like, maybe that's what female Wookiees look like or something. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, yeah, and then I forgot who brought it up to our attention. It probably was Fryer since that we yeah. probably talked about it in that episode. And I was like, hmm, it does make sense. Mm-hmm. I've probably yeah, watched it like two more times. Yeah, so. But yeah, BJ, you were also saying something about um, was it Mandal the Dinjarin being in Boa Fett? Yeah, so he's. I think it was just rumored or confirmed that he's supposed to be in Boba Fett. So I feel like maybe he just makes like a an appearance, or he'll be there at first just to like transition to where Boba Fett is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's gonna work out. I mean, it kind of, it makes sense, I guess, like, mm. just with how season three ended and stuff. Um, mm. 
But I mean, I could see it. I could see it like him like running into him in an episode or like doing something or doing a job or needing something or. Yeah, maybe he'll play like a a role like Ahsoka played in Mandalorian. Just like there for an episode, do some really cool things and then. Help uh, set up season three a little bit more. So maybe it could kind of give us an idea like where we're going. Because season three right now is so like up in the air where season two ended and then we're just kind of like everybody's kind of going their separate ways but there's no like story beside the dark saber and like we know yeah. Grogu's with Luke which is you know mm-hmm. which also something funny that I saw um Katie Sackoff who plays Bo-Katan was doing a interview and she said that that the entire time they were told that the Jedi that was gonna be there was Plo Koon because <laughs> they, they didn't want them to spoil Luke yeah, like there's no way he survived that. You see yeah. the plane blow up, crash into the side of a building. So yeah, that's what Wait, I don't uh, who's who's Plo Koon? He's the one that Ahsoka really likes. And he has the <sighs> Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad that gave it to you. I don't know how yeah. <laughs> he's like orange. Yeah, also speaking of Ahsoka, um they have the description for her series. Um, Ahsoka yeah. Tana is on the hunt for evil Grand Admiral Thrawn in hopes that it will help her locate missing Ezra, which is like kind of what we what we thought was going to happen, you know, but it's just like a, a confirmation of that. Yeah, Ezra's name is in the description, which means yeah. Yeah, that's big. we are either seeing his dead body or him and either way, we'll get some uh, closure there. So that's going to be really cool. I'm like yeah. super, super theory. Like he's gonna, he's gonna turn into a Sith, but I doubt it. But super theory, he'll be Sith. Okay, I could see that. Like, and then she has to like turn him back or something. I could for sure, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess out of all the heroes who have doubt, like I mean, other than Anakin, because he just full on went to the dark side. Like, yeah, he, how did how did that how did that end up? Uh, Anakin. Um, um, I don't think they ever talked about it. <laughs> yeah, I think they just. <laughs> I, I saw a thing. I think it was on the Bad Batch Instagram when I was like just scrolling through it, and it, uh, something said, uh, like it was Obi Wan and Anakin fighting, and then he's like, "I want my own spinoff series," and Anakin, or Obi Wan was like, "Anakin, the whole saga is your spinoff <laughs> series." But uh, literally, yeah. So out of all the people who like dabble with the dark side, Ezra was definitely the closest who didn't turn. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It'll be sure will be interesting to see like what direction they take that mm-hmm. and like seeing th- that means we're gonna like we're gonna get Thrawn in live action which is super cool Ezra excuse me in live action like just basically you're getting Rebels but live action yeah, I've is- seen a lot of fan cast for Mads Mikkelsen to play him and I was like yeah. dude imagine being his brother who actually voiced him and oh, then like your big brothers like you know what oh. I'll take it from here. Like you can't handle the live action, so. Or just have him like the whole actor, and then just his brother like voice, <laughs> like dub it over. What a slap! Literally no reason. Yeah, no. I think Lars should probably do it since I mean he has the voice, obviously. Yeah. No. I mean, I think like we we looked at those pictures a couple weeks ago, and we're like when we were talking about like the possibility um, of that. Like who who could be if it was like Ben, the Cumberbatch, or whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked good. I mean, it um, 
the like mocked up makeup with him. Like he, it looked, it looked kind of spot on. I'm sure that they're going to do a good job. I just don't want RDJ to play him. I think that no, would that would be really bad. bad. Wait, I thought, I thought it, they confirmed that um, the voice actor was doing it. I'm pretty sure they did. Did we talk about that? Vaguely, now you're, you're making me kind of remember. Yeah, I, I, we might have talked about that. <laughs> well, either way, as long as it's not RDJ, I'll be happy. Yeah. Yeah. No I offense to Mr. Downey Jr. But uh, Downey Jr. you're too, uh, he's, he's just too, he's too much too, of a yeah. yeah, too Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. But yeah, I mean, whatever happens in it, like, description sounds good. I think it's going to be awesome, so we'll see. But um, kind of moving to the last little bit of news for this week, which is kind of cool. Um, so uh, Disney Parks had a, I want to say it's like, it wasn't a shareholders meeting, but it was a, it was a meeting kind of talking about, like, what's happening next and what's moving forward with uh, like the uh, Avengers Academy and all the things they're doing at the parks. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, it was closed just to media members. And I think like shareholders and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so there was no images of this and no video, but um, this is something that's been rumored to have been in the works at Disney for a while. They've been working on trying to make this work where the chairman of Disney parks ended the call with uh, taking out a lightsaber hilt and igniting it. And it actually came out. And so Disney has been able to make a, um, a lightsaber hilt that has a retractable blade that emits like a full LED blade. And he goes, oh, it's real. And you could turn it off and it goes back down. Um, and it's like just as bright and looks apparently just like the, like the Force of X lightsabers and all this kind of stuff. So it's like you're like, people are gonna lose their minds when they release the uh, like a quote unquote real lightsaber. It's yeah. gonna be so expensive, but oh, but... they're gonna be like two, three hundred bucks, hundred percent. No, I think they'll probably be like five. I'll probably bucks. probably more, yeah. Because I remember this went back to twenty seventeen, where um, Disney actually got a patent for this, like or like someone noticed it, and then it became this big thing where they they were patenting certain things that had to do with this. And because when you apply for a patent, you have to like give a technical description of exactly what you're like patenting, patenting mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, there's this whole description about how it works with like these cylinders and all, all kinds of stuff. I remember seeing like mock up like the, the technical drawings and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then just kind of forgot about it. Now it's four years later and you're like, oh, yeah, that is, yeah, it's coming and you're going to charge so much money. Yeah. Yeah. So very cool. Yeah, it was crazy. Like he just pulled this thing off his belt and was just like, "Yeah, what, dude?" He probably wished someone was filming that. He's like, "I know I made a rule, no one film this, but please, someone film this, me igniting this thing." Like, this is so cool. Supposed to leak this? Yeah, that's very cool. I bet you it's gonna be like another year, like, or maybe May the Fourth. Who knows? That could be a cool reveal. Yeah, whatever they reveal. The orders start right now. (laughs) Yeah. Could you imagine? I I would and. Like I said, I would like to get one, but um, like you were saying, I don't feel like paying $500 for a toy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As cool yeah. as it is. So I think that wraps all of the, the Star Wars news and all mm-hmm. our talk about uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So I, I think now is a good time to dive into our main topic of discussion, which is the original Clone Wars 
that aired from 2003 to 2005. And if you remember this, like I did when I was a kid, the like the first season of it was just like shorts in between, like during yeah. a commercial. They were like five, six minutes. And they're all on Disney Plus now, but they're released in two long, long form movies, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. they're each, right? Or 60 to 70 minutes for each. Yeah. Um, I think it was the first one was like over an hour or like right in an hour or something. Yeah. So this show was created by, I might butcher his name, Gendy Tartakovsky. He is known for making Dexter's Laboratory and Samurai Jack, which the show very much resembles Samurai Jack, the same exact yeah. same style. Also, there's a, there's a show called Primal on HBO Max. If you guys haven't seen it, I'd watch it. It's, it's, it's like, it's like the invincible version of Samurai Jack, sort of. It's oh, just really? much more bloody. It's, 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 it's like that caveman from Dexter, mm-hmm. but it follows him. Okay. It, there's a dinosaur, yeah. there's dinosaurs, it's great. Interesting, yeah, I'll check yeah. it out. But yeah, I mean, I like I like I think I've said this before. Like I have I hadn't seen this. Like I mean, other than just like the shorts here and there when I was a kid, like seeing them in between whatever else I was watching and like liking it because it was Star Wars, but like never dove in. Mm-hmm. But I mean, after kind of like I'm halfway through the last one right now and watched the first one, and I was like, oh, this is very interesting. Like it's. Uh, the animation's super cool like the the way like they tell the story is thing mm-hmm. like the the way they do like dynamics is cool um and something that like one big thing that stood out to me was their the way they casted their like voice actors is like so spot on like the guy who does anakin literally sounds like hayden christensen mm-hmm. yeah like, really does it's like we're in you know regular clone wars matt um what is your name oh dude that's gonna drive me nuts matt uh oh i almost had it lanter matt lanter yeah like his version of anakin is like very different than hayden christensen when you see in the movies but it's like super cool and you you just like learn to like think oh that's anakin but like this was literally like hayden christensen impress like an impression and the yeah. obi-wan's really good too. I think it's the same guy, right? Isn't it? Is it? Uh, what's um? Is it James Arnold Taylor? Well, no. he's like three names. Um, James Arnold Taylor is that not it? James Arnold Taylor. There it is. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. It it does sound similar on this. It might be the same voice actor. Yeah. Either way, the show is like super chaotic, and the yes. the the force powers that they introduce, like. I think they just gave this guy like a rough script and they said, Hey, just run with it. Cause I don't, I don't think it's canon anymore because of the new clone wars, but you can like some of the stuff you can, you can take from him and be like, like, I am, I'm gonna be like, yeah, that's canon. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. Just head cannon. Yeah. Head cannon. Perfect. And another fun fact about the show, apparently it took him two weeks to make that probably was just the first season. So the first mm-hmm. like out or the first episode you that you'd watch sure. on Disney plus which is insane, but like the animation is wild. And if you've seen anim- Samurai Jack, it is, I mean, just like that, but just seeing Mace Windu and Yoda take on like thousands oh of droids and it just like yes. this thing. Or jumps. I was like, Mace Windu's that strong? I remember mm-hmm. seeing that. I was like, he destroyed that whole army. Like how could and then, you- 
jumped like over a mountain to this little kid. I was like, geez. Yeah, that was very yeah, cool. yeah. The way that they like use the force powers and stuff in this is like so different. And it's like kind of just refreshing to like have it like just in a different frame of mind of like someone else mm-hmm. like writing it and stuff where they can literally jump so high in the air and like run a million miles an hour or like jump like 600 feet down and then like use the force to like break their fall like because mm-hmm. in your mind you're like yeah that makes sense that's how you could use that that's how you could yeah. do like they yeah. never do it but this is just like, like the know, creators did this so well and they just made it so much fun yeah to look at and yeah the voice acting was insane and the then they- I just a scene that I just wanted to point out, like this, this is a still I got from just online. So I don't know if it's from the exact scene, but this, this dude right here is insane, right? Is he the one that yeah. like messes up the droids? He's like spinning in a circle. Oh my God. That was like the coolest thing I've ever seen. So yeah. the biggest difference between these clones and like the clones in the next iteration of Clone Wars, mm-hmm. there is not as much um, personality. Yeah, there's no personality. There's no personality. And they but they also seem much more, I don't know, like well oiled machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've definitely in this show, like it's it's way more about like just the Jedi mm-hmm. and like all that stuff. Which and, is like, definitely they, something I like yeah. more about the the new Clone Wars. It's like mm-hmm. that the like humanized the clones. Sorry to interrupt you. What were you saying? Oh no, you're good. I was just saying how like they um they keep it like consistent even like the the characters don't feel that different from their counterparts in like the other realm like star wars Mm -hmm. like the dynamic that they like had with obi-wan and anakin was really interesting i like how they show like being defiant and like wanting to be a teacher and like not being reciprocating of that and then when they're like basically start looking at each other as equals which is like how they kind of like end up being in episode three and stuff mm-hmm. i thought that was really cool and i, I thought it was just funny because like i'm watching it like you know back to back to back to back where like it, you know if you're watching it live it'd just be like one week or another week or whatever so it just seems very immediate but i thought it was hilarious when like the second they cut anakin's braid like literally 30 seconds later which would have been like you know the next episode it was completely long hair, scar, like all all this stuff, like, yeah. like right away. And then when Padme sees him, she's like, "You're like that? That's a lot of hair to grow out. It would, yeah. would take like a while to go from that." Yeah, story. I mean, yeah, this came out in between uh, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, so it just kind of that's oh. impressive that they did that. Like, we were able to hit like hit so many different like plot points that like maybe you didn't even know were kind of happening yet mm-hmm. and like or where it was really going and you're able to still put it out like the whole general grievous thing is, is wild but they like general they grievous is it. scary in this he's show. scary in this him and ventress i oh. liked how they showed her yeah, backstory ventress thing is cool yeah i remember i remember when i was younger and i would like watched a little bit of this clone wars ventress was scary and i was like mm-hmm. oh my god yeah, I remember the Grievous introduction, like, actually, like, they're, like, scared. Like, the Grievous introduction scared me. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Shaggy. R.I.P. That was so funny that they had him in there, though. The um, Shaggy. 
So what arc did you guys like the most from? Yeah, from so uh, I have this one pulled up just because uh, I do this. So I was fortunate to do this, but this is my favorite. Just the initiation process, I guess, of being a Jedi. Because they never really touch upon it. Just like, yeah, it's in between movies. Like in between the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, Obi-Wan has the braid and then he has long hair. And then and then Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith, Anakin has it, and then he has the long hair. So you never really see it. And it's cool how they have the council kind of all surround him. And then Yoda like just like cuts it off. It's like it's a cool moment. And uh if I remember correctly, like you see like Obi-Wan like pretty proud of Anakin. So it was cool. Yeah. I like the uh the one where it kind of starts off with Anakin like completely disregarding what Obi-Wan says and like flying away from him and doing all that stuff to chase Ventress. Um, and I, I liked it because of that and kind of going back to what I said, but also the scene where Anakin fights Ventress in that like, yes, on like basically one of the best fights. Oh, insane. And like when he gets the red lightsaber and when he's like using all that anger and stuff, and they had those flashes with like Qui-Gon Jinn, Obi-Wan, like Yoda, all this stuff. And he's just like, hammering her down and then she like falls but he's standing yeah. in front of the moon with a red lightsaber i was like what a visual that is wild yeah oh my gosh i love that scene yeah honestly in some ways this show did a better job of showing anakin uh like anakin's like, set into the dark side of him mm-hmm. yeah where's the other one you're kind of like oh yeah he's a really cool guy mm-hmm. <laughs> literally up until se- the seventh season you're like oh like he's still pretty nice <laughs> Mm-hmm. And you're like maybe he doesn't do it <laughs> yep that's like exactly what i was thinking when i was watching it like you don't um, want him to do it you're like come on man yeah, when this one you're like yeah i see it there's there's mm-hmm. some trauma there that yeah so yeah that uh the initiation is my favorite the ventress and his battles yours true what about you bj um i had a few uh the whole mace windu thing I was, it was just it blew me away how strong he was like he was just way overpowered and when he, he like, like hijacks that like fighter yeah he's like flying through coruscant dude so cool yeah um entire like rolling ship in front of that kid yeah also that um the whole arc where anakin goes to that planet and like kind of get those flashes of him going to become darth vader mm-hmm. i love that mm-hmm Oh, there's one more. Uh, Ventress's backstory and Obi-Wan's initial fight. Because honestly, I was like, when I was first watching it, I was like, kind of, I wasn't bored, but I was like, eh, okay, where's this going? Then they introduced yeah. Obi, and I was like, oh, wait, I really like this, and it's my favorite oh, thing ever. When they did like the jousting thing was so funny. Yeah. I love that. I thought that was really cool. And that, yeah. that guy that he fought, that bounty hunter guy, that guy was dope. Yeah. <laughs> I like remember him too from when I was younger. He he looks very familiar. Apparently, someone was like people like cosplay as him still at like <laughs> really. Yeah, it's like a very elaborate costume. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really overall, like- it's different for sure. It's a different kind of medium for Star Wars, and it's a different kind of way that they tell it and phrase, but. It's definitely worth it. I, I I was pleasantly surprised, like going back and sitting down and actually trying to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, to be honest, it was a little bit of a hassle to sit down and watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like not long at all. 
Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is like, you know, it's an older show and it's not technically canon and it's mm-hmm. what does it actually add? And it has been so long. But when I did like watch it all the way through, I was like, oh, like this was sweet. I'm so happy they re-released it. I mean, like I never thought this show would ever come back, especially since it was it wasn't like a Cartoon Network turned Disney property like the mm-hmm. Clone Wars we know today. This yeah. is like a straight up Cartoon Network Adult Swim or like mm-hmm. not adult swim but like the guy who yeah gendy is actually laboratory samurai jack all cartoon network yeah properties so it was That's cool that this thing got to see the light of day again and like i don't know if it was refurbished at all but it still looked it still holds up today if it wasn't yeah what is that new um project that they're working on with the seven different like anime things called oh yeah i don't remember we've said it quite a few times in past I think it was Visions. Yeah, so, dude. If they call him to do one, that'd be sweet. That would be sick. Because then yeah. you get you get a lot of fans. I think regardless, this is going to happen. But like, then you get a lot of different fans that who just follow like anime circuits or just follow like mm-hmm. certain creators in that realm, and then you pull them in, and then that gets people like like exactly what Mandalorian did. Remember with like how many people started watching Clone Wars because. They need to figure yeah. out who Bo-Katan was or, need to, or wanted to know who Ahsoka was. And then they watched Rebels. And, like, those viewer counts, like, went through the moon, like, yeah. after Mandalorian Season 2. I really think that Visions can bring in, like, anime. Like, if they watch that and it's good, then they can bring in more um, Star Wars fans. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised that, like, the, the traction anime is getting right now. Because I just like, I today I overheard a bunch of kids talking about it. There's like ten of them talking about different anime. So I was like, dude, I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, Demon Slayer just came out in the U.S. That's what it was. And, it was about Demon yeah. Slayer. Uh, it, I, I'm not like exaggerating. I've watched a lot of animation, and that was the best animated thing I've ever seen. Really? Ever? Yeah. It, it's new. Or it just reached the U.S. Yeah, just reached the U.S. It was the best animation I've ever watched. Did okay. it <laughs> What'd you say? Is it dubbed or is it like subtitles? Uh, it was subtitles, but <laughs> that's a bit, another okay. conversation for another time. <laughs> All day. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do dubbed. You can't do dubbed? No, I hate I, like any movie. Like I, I can't do it. Like it, I'll, I'll watch, like because I, I mean, th- this probably too is like when we took that class in college, the. Uh, film history class or whatever mm-hmm. the, the study of film or whatever mm-hmm. and you're constantly watching movies with subtitles in completely different languages and then you just learn to like like it and you just like are able to carry on and be like oh that was a whole new movie that i would never been able to watch but like this has happened probably two or three times at this point when i'll put a, like on netflix and you're just trying to find something like i'll be like oh that trailer looks like kind of interesting and i'll click it on and i'll get like 10 minutes in and i'll be like they're like their mouths and their reactions are different and like they're saying very generic american things it's like mm-hmm. yeah man yeah. you would not be at my party tonight do you want to yes. go crazy <laughs> yeah and no i know like, people people oh yeah i was just gonna say like and then you look it up and you're like oh this movie is made in finland and all these people are speaking finnish or like this other one that i watched that like they were dubbing over um it was made in spain and I was like, the concept of the movie was cool, but like, I literally could not get past the, the 
mouth's not matching. And then I had the English subtitles on too, just because like we'll do that with any show that's on, like regardless of where it's from. And then the subtitles like weren't matching what they were saying because their translation was like so off to the point where I was like, you can't dub Spanish. It is such a different. Just put it in Spanish and let me read the subtitles. Obviously, I love English. That's what I only speak. It's like a very strange language in terms of the amount mm-hmm. of like combined words and just yeah, you know, that is a it's hard to do subtitles over dub and yeah. anything. I know BJ. That, that's actually super funny to hear because I was having an argument with Nick Snow about it because he's like a super dubbed person. It's funny. <laughs> I know like some people just like think it, not think like you know maybe valid that they uh just can't like read something while also watching it but i've just mm-hmm. guess i'm just uh well also too like you, if, if, it's not dubbed, you know, <laughs> if it's not dubbed like you can't be like doing stuff in the background like mm-hmm. you have to like, sit there and you have to watch the movie or the tv show whatever you whatever you're doing yeah. but with the uh like the dub that you can like kind of do whatever mm-hmm. like be on your phone and still be like yeah i watched it which is like Depends on the medium, what you're watching, but yeah. I get the argument, but I just can't, I can't do it. I just cannot get myself behind it. No, I agree. But yeah. So, I know what Visions is going to be. I don't know if it's, you know, written in English or... It'll probably be It is, because it's with, like, it's seven creators, like, from Japan, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it says they're all from... uh... Japan, but uh, that'll, that'll be interesting. They might make it sub. They might make, I don't know, originally in sub and then release mm-hmm. in dub. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. And like you're saying, like it's definitely going to bring in more people. Just like I'm sure this show did, like at the time, and like mm-hmm. even now, like back on Disney Plus, like I'm sure that people who are fans of like just anime or like just like Samurai Jack or like that kind of this kind of animation style and like how they make the show and stuff like 100 this definitely brought people and they got views off of that yep. you know and now too like to get that audience is really important because right now with disney like kind of talked about this a little bit earlier but like everything is so marvel right now like for disney that like all that's where all the attention is and like that's where everything's going because like all their star wars projects are still being filmed and um, like still being talked about, like in or in, in production, and like being rumored yep. to even be real or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but Marvel is like the, all their stuff. It's like just that changing yeah, of the cycle. Blazing. Yeah. So I mean, it's good to get like that force, kind of pun intended, like kind of going again. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, so it's it's good that we're getting the Bad Batch next week, and I guess some people can could consider it filler for Star Wars since it is animation, but uh, it will be good to have that. And I mean, next year is going to be a great year for a live action Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the next few like we're entering the realm where like now we're gonna be getting on the cycle that like you know, Wandavision, Falcon, and Winter Soldier, Loki. Mm-hmm. Black Widow, like all these things coming out, it's going to be like then the Star Wars ones start coming out too when you have like Book of Boba Fett, but season three of Mandalorian, Ahsoka, all that, like um, Rangers, if that's still happening, like 
all that kind of stuff. And it's it's just like kind of funny how it goes through those cycles where everybody yeah. in the world is talking about Star Wars at one point. Do. Everybody else, and then yeah. four months later, everybody's talking about Marvel. It's just funny how like A, Disney controls all that, but B, like just the cycles that everything goes through. It's just kind of funny to like see that like everybody be captivated by one one thing at one time. Yeah. yeah Disney's a powerhouse. The mitochondria yeah, and, of media. Yeah, and like it's funny too, like they definitely like they own so many of these big, massive like entities that they don't want to compete with themselves either. Mm, so yeah. something too that um going back to like some Falcon Winter Soldier stuff that people were saying that like maybe this isn't the last the series, like last season which now we kind of know because of the movie captain america 4 coming out but um like when they were because i guess they have to put up stuff for like emmy nomination or or whatever awards like this was going for yeah so they they put in wandavision for um up for best limited series and then put falcon and winter soldier up for best limited or not even limited best tv drama so people were like oh well it doesn't say limited does that mean maybe who knows or or would it be under like you're technically changing the name of the show so technically falcon and winter soldier is over but like what about captain america captain america winter, winter soldier yeah. yeah or someone was like can you imagine if they changed it like captain america and the white wolf mm-hmm. and like that that was the name of the show and then sam and bucky that'd yeah. be interesting that means we could possibly get him back in Wakanda. Which I want to see. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I, I, that, I was too. Such a, that part was so cool. And this yeah. that aspect of like bringing them in, I was like, it, it definitely it definitely like broadened the show more. Where like on a global level. It yeah. didn't feel like its own like remember we were talking about this with WandaVision where it was like it's very much its own <laughs> like it's in a hex or contained. Something. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, it's contained. It's like it's like almost like it's in this like made up world or something. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like the show itself is, is her story and it's like very small and like didn't have these outstretching arms but i mean falcon winter soldier you had like uh don Cheadle in the first episode you had like all this like wakanda and all this like outreaching things that were reaching air kind of everywhere where you're like oh this is like a bigger story yeah than- yeah. yeah they traveled a bunch mm-hmm. they kind of and did that for wandavision yeah. like in terms of bringing in uh dude from ant-man and from mm-hmm. thor yeah Darcy, but it, yeah. it was just a lot more contained you're right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which like i mean i, I i'm sure that the because I, I think they got shut down for covid for at different points those two shows did um i'm pretty sure that i think there was plans to have dr strange in one division at one point but then with covid and stuff like it was like right at the height of it when they were filming and it just was like so undoable where they were just like, ah, eh, we'll just we'll just write around it. Yeah. Yeah. Just didn't get like less results. But yeah. Going back, Clone Wars is cool. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah. Oh, um, overdubs. <laughs> I loved it. Um also just one thing I remembered is they only show them getting lightsabers, making lightsabers, like the um all that stuff in animation, which is weird. Like they did yeah. it in this Clone Wars, the other Clone Wars, Rebels. Yeah, they do it in Fallen Order. Yeah, but they don't do it in any live action. 
Yeah, it's crazy that because that is like such a cool concept. Yeah, people like love tinkering things. So yeah, like I would love to see that in live action. I think that would be super cool. Um, and th this show, this version of it too, is kind of funny because like in the regular Clone Wars and kind of like Star Wars canon in general, um, it's really only like blue and and green. You're only seeing blue and green. But in this, like when the crystals are falling and stuff, like you see the purple crystal, you see these things. Like I'm pretty sure during that montage of Anakin, like just going ham and like right when he got the long hair and stuff, when he was just like going off, mm -hmm. um, there was a Jedi there with like a, a it could be like even tell what color it was because it was like shaped behind stuff, but it was like purple, I think. And then it was at one point it like looked orange because it was behind this like bubble thing. Remember that scene? Mm, yeah. Um, and I was, and it wasn't, of course, like wasn't Mace. And I was like, oh, it's kind of interesting that they would go out of their way to that, like, yeah. do something yeah. different. Like, which is exactly what you kind of were saying, Justin, where you're like, I wonder if they were just like, hey, here's like a rough like idea of the world that you're writing in and mm -hmm. just kind of go to like, town. You can expand it. This is where you want it to begin. And you can throw this in there. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Which is, I imagine, which is what they're not doing now because it's worth, Star Wars is worth so much more money now. So, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, final thoughts on The Clone Wars. It was a great watch. The only thing, I mean, I, I wouldn't even change this about it because Ahsoka wasn't a character yet. But, like, yeah. you know, they could use more Ahsoka and I guess a little bit more humanization of the clones. But also, that's like not what it was about. Yeah. So, yeah. Really, no complaints. Yeah. But overall, good stuff. Um, Great being back. Um, great to have you listeners back as well. Um, another another week of good stuff. We'll, like we said, we're going to be continuing with this on uh, like the normal days on Monday and then next week you get two. So double special, a little bit some for you listeners out there. Double, 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 total and trouble. Um, but yeah, you know, you know, know where you can find us. Um, Bad Batch Podcast on instagram on i almost said snapchat on youtube check us out with a video podcast so you get all the wonderful pictures that justin puts together and um, there was five pictures today and only showed two <laughs> so worth to watch so hey wait till next week we'll share the other three um yeah and then on twitter bad batch pod so uh you guys yeah go go follow those things hit us up on um apple podcasts and review and all that good stuff you can say whatever you want to us never hurt our feelings yeah, <laughs> yeah. so uh thanks for listening again, guys thanks guys thank you thanks.